Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Hard podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? How are you, man? Uh, I got my bright orange shirt on and, and I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fantastic day today. We're glad you've joined us. For those of you who are new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, you've joined a community, a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, doing the hard work. We call it Selling from the Heart. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that uh, you took the, the hard work from last week's episode about how to start great conversations and are already seeing some fruit from that. But today, Larry, we are celebrating the one-year anniversary of the Selling from the Heart podcast. Can you believe that? I know. Happy anniversary, by the way. I thought you were going to miss saying that. So I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the pause, and then I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to hit Daryl over the head if he doesn't say anything. No, it feels like we need a, a song or, or something. <laughs> uh, but no, thank you for everybody who's been with us from the beginning. And to celebrate our one-year anniversary, we have got a guest today that I am so excited about that we just want to dive in. And this guest, I, you know, I don't think needs any other introduction other than saying his name. And so we want to welcome Tom Hopkins to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Thank you so much, Tom, for joining us. We're so excited about our conversation today. Well, Daryl and Larry, you know, it's so nice to be back on a program and have you have an anniversary like this. And I'm sure the (laughs) people following you and listening are thrilled that, you know, you do your best as this. That, that's when I first saw the, the uh, title, Selling from the Heart. I thought, you know, that's literally the foundation of how I tried to build my, my eight years in real estate. And now, of course, my 30-some years uh, traveling the world doing seminars. So I think we share a lot of commonality in that. So I'm, I'm pumped to be with you and looking forward to sharing things to help people make more money, have a better life. Well, now that I mean that that's exciting, and 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 I'm so glad to to hear some of the alignment because, you know, Tom, selling from the heart to us is important. I, I mean, that's how we started this podcast was just two real, genuine, down to earth, real guys who believe in selling from the heart. Thus, the Selling from the Heart podcast, which is also kickstarted my very first book, Tom, called Selling from the Heart: How Your Authentic Self Sells You. So, you know. We always ask our guests, and, and, I, and I thought this is the most appropriate time to do this, is, you know, what's it really mean to you, Tom, to sell from the heart? Well, I would say that the reason that if we look back on my life, that my last few years selling properties, homes, uh, 96% of the people I met were referred to me. Hmm. And I think that doesn't happen unless you have a real heart for people. And I try my best to teach people to follow my training that if you love people and use money and not use people and love money, <laughs> you'll, you'll make a lot of money. And <laughs> I, I think that my, my heart was so concerned to serve people. Uh, that's one reason why I, I try to teach people to follow my training to take the word or, or 
the dollar sign, which represents in our country money. And if, if you take that big dollar sign and make it a big, beautiful S and, and make that the S in the word service or servant, that is when I think you're doing two things. You look at yourself as a servant, not a salesperson. Uh-huh. More service than any other person and outperform other competitors. And I think people will beat a path to your door, not for a season, but for a lifetime. And, and this is something that, you know, I try my best. We're approaching nearly 5 million people that have come to see my one-day live seminar. And what's so exciting is today when I walk out on the stage and then when I take a break, you have no idea the number of people that are 65, 70 that say, yeah, I started with you 30 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got 100 people here and I built the company. I had nothing. Uh Here's my son or daughter who is going to come to your training. Well, you know, that I think is a highlight. And I don't think that would happen if I didn't have a heart full of love for people, mm-hmm. which I think that's what selling from the heart means that yes, you do want to make a great income. There's nothing wrong with wealth and abundance on our fabulous capitalistic free enterprise country. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you want the money to be the byproduct of what other people receive as benefits from what you do for them. And that would be another look at the selling from the heart mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's kind of how I built my life. And I, I think that people that live that outlook and that life, they will not only have a fun life, but I think people will respect them and their legacy for their uh-huh. children, their grandchildren will be that people respect them mm-hmm. and have a, have a feeling that this person cares more about serving than selling, but the selling is done because of the serving which is, again, my little uh, selling from the heart concept. That's awesome. Oh, boy, that resonates so well. I feel like we could just stop, drop the mic here, and just that is beautiful. That sums it up. And we're going to, Tom, we're going to be quoting uh, love people use money. <laughs> Thanks for reminding us of that, that <laughs> phrase. That's so good. Because I think as sales, you know, the bulk, we, we differentiate between sales reps and sales professionals. You know, there's a lot of sales reps, but I think the, the true sales professionals are the ones that, that go out with that heart of service. And they, they're asking, how can I help? Um, how can I love people? And, and that's what breeds success. And uh, boy, that's just, that's so good. Thank you for sharing that. But you know, hey, you know what, Daryl and, and Tom, I, you know, I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying. And I, here's a here's a question I got that I want to throw back at you is, you know, we talk about service and servant and to have a heart of service and have a heart of a servant. Why do you think in today's society, and I know it might be a little bit off topic, but why, why do you think in today's society that there, there's, and this is just my opinion, that when you come to the word servant, right, where you leave with a servant heart, especially as it relates to sales, people go, it kind of just doesn't jive. It's too, I'll use the, the analogy, it's, it's too mushy, gushy, too fuzzy. right? It's yeah. too it's it's too warm and fuzzy, and I know somewhere along the way, I think we've broken away from that. And I know it's our goal on this podcast to really bring back that servant mindset. 
Well, and I also feel that people can pick up on you as a person. Hmm. And that's one thing salespeople today have to be aware of, that the average consumer in our country is more educated and intelligent and has more knowledge than ever before. Uh-huh. They, if they're looking for an automobile, for a home, for a computer, for anything, they can go on the internet, they can go and get so much knowledge that when they walk in and see you or call you for information on your product or service, they're walking in very smart. Uh-huh. So bottom line I think the salespeople of today have not only have, have to have better product knowledge, they have to have better abilities to listen and ask instead of talk and tell, which I think the, the average person in selling thinks you have to do a lot of telling, mm-hmm. where the top professional knows they have to do a lot of asking and listening. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, again, a discipline that you have to, to work on. And, and years ago, I, I thought one of the keys to success as far as selling from the heart concept was you had a burning desire to serve, but then I realized that desire is important, but more important are the disciplines of success, mm-hmm. the, the disciplines of following up, the disciplines of keeping commitments, the disciplines of being punctual. Mm-hmm. And, and these are what I call success disciplines, because if you have burning desire but no discipline, you probably won't achieve your goals and you'll probably end up somewhat disillusioned, which is another D word, because <laughs> yes. you didn't have this discipline to do what you desire. I think that's great. And, you know, as I was reviewing the one of my all-time favorite books uh, for our listeners, uh, I know we have all read How to Master the Art of Selling. It was on my desk the day I started first, in sales. First, first sales book I read in 1987. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but that, there's another book that, that, uh, that you wrote, Tom, that I think is profoundly relevant and I've been reviewing it, um, in anticipation of our conversation today. And I'm just, I, I, I've been devouring it and enjoying, um, reading through sell it today, sell it now. And at the beginning of that, um, in the introduction of that book, you talk about the, the champion, the sales champion and the acronym, which kind of really coordinates with that discipline, um, and I'd love it if you'd share with us um, what you think the key ingredients of a, a sales champion are. Fine. In fact, when I first for- formed my company many, many years ago, the name of the company wasn't like it is today, Tom Hopkins International. Mm-hmm. It was actually called Ch- Champions Unlimited. Nice. And I have always thought the word champion, you can't fight it. When a person (laughs) says this human being as an actor, actress, uh, uh, athlete, a golfer, if you say this is a champion, then there's no fighting it. They are the best. And so I've always loved acronyms. And and people that have studied my books and my material, uh, they'll look all through it and they'll say, boy, he loves acronyms. Because I think... (laughs) I think you can memorize something (laughs) and bring it back mentally with using an acronym. So I thought I'm going to take the the name champion, which is my goal in teaching champion salespeople Mm -hmm. and kind of use the acronym champion. 
And I think the C is is such an important word, and that's the word commitment mm-hmm. to competency, meaning you're committed to be more competent than your competition and your your clients, your the people that follow you and your company and product and service feel like this person has more competence. That's why I'm going to do business with them. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, the, the H, uh, it's... It's not the word heart, but it's the word honesty in your words and in your actions. Uh, I've always tried to teach this basic concept that if you tell the truth at 10, you never need to worry what you said at three. And the honest human being, it never has to pull any gimmicks, doesn't have to tell falsehoods. Because if you do that, you're not going to build a long-term successful life. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the A, which I think is foundational in success, is attitude. Mm-hmm. I think attitude is everything. You can have all the right product, right service. But if on a daily basis, with the no's we get in life, with the possibility of half-to-handling rejection, mm-hmm. if you can't keep your attitude, you'll probably go through not only uh, sales slumps, but financial slumps. And then, of course, the M stands for the word master, which I think one of our goals is to not just be good. And some of the millennials, some of the new people in sales have to realize that because of the intelligence, knowledge, ability of buyers and consumers, you have to really be a master of not only your product and service, technical mm-hmm. aspects, mm-hmm. but of, of what you were doing. And then, of course, the P, I think, is so important. Uh, there's two Ps. The first is the word persistence. Mm-hmm. And the, the second P I got from a man named Wayne Gretzky, who probably was <laughs> one of the finest champions. In hockey, and I, I, I used to play golf quite a bit with Wayne. And one day, driving back from the course, I said, Wayne, you know, I write books on success and selling, and I train salespeople. I'd love to know how you earned the title, The Great One, number 99, and what do you think was the reason you were so good at it? And then he gave me the second P word. He said, Passion. Mm. I had a passion for all aspects of the game of hockey. I had a passion for winning, a passion for losing, a passion for knowing the fact that when I skated on the ice, all the other people were new. If they could stop me, they would stop the team. And when he came from the Edmonton Oilers to the Los Angeles Kings, back then, hockey was not that great of like sport, but he totally changed it. And I think that's because of persistence and a passion. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the I, I think you have to have a great imagination. You have to be able to see yourself achieving your goals in your mind's eye. And you have to imagine that new car. Imagine a bigger, beautiful home. Imagine getting free from debt. And because the imagination is very powerful. And so to imagine to de- help develop your future is so important. And of course, the O is another one of my favorite letters because it stands for organization. 
And we all have 86,400 seconds in a day. No one has any more. No one has any less. But that person who seems to get the most productivity out of that time is highly organized. And that's not easy for many salespeople Mm -hmm. because we, by nature, are kind of flamboyant at times. We kind of just love to get out there and go for it. And this is why we have to say, hey, Time is precious. Those 86,400 seconds, I must invest very carefully. And there you will become an organized human being. And the in, I think, is important, especially in our world today, where there's so many people looking for some negatives in other people and in other companies and other things. And I've always thought that you must be non judgmental of others, mm-hmm. meaning. Don't prejudge people. Uh, I can tell you so many stories, uh, Daryl, Larry, that where I've had, I was sitting in my real estate office. It was time for me to meet whoever came in and up would drive an old beat up car and a, a guy would get out and he'd have gas station blue pants on and a gas station shirt with his name on it. And the other salespeople would laugh and say, oh, here comes a buyer for you, Tom. He's got no money. Look at that car. <laughs> And I swear, guys, I had a guy, his name was Bob, and Bob walked in, and everybody laughed, Tom's gotten up a buyer with nothing, and this guy, that was his game. He drove an old car, wore his gas station outfit from the past, but he had millions of dollars, and I sold him a couple $150,000 lots that he put gas stations on. Uh, And this is back, of course, you know, many years ago. Uh But I've learned over the years, don't look at a person and make a judgment because you never know what that person really is like. You can't see it on the outside. You can't even tell by the way they come across. So don't prejudge. And Mm -hmm. if you do the opposite, just look at everybody as a creative, wonderful, God-blessed human being. Mm -hmm. You'll be amazed how you'll prosper. I think that's so good because a lot of the folks that listen to the podcast are in B2B sales. And we know the data now that there's, you know, on average 6.7 decision makers involved in the average B2B transaction. And I think so many times we just walk past people um, in an office thinking, I I need to get to the decision maker. But in today's world, uh, you know, the decision maker is not just one person and that person that you've you've judged prejudged as, as not being important. Um, they may actually be the linchpin to the, to the whole opportunity. And I think that man, that champion acronym, thank you, Tom, that is so good to hear and, and aligns so well with, with everything that we're passionate about here at, at the podcast. That's, Whoa. that's so good. But you know what? Speaking of passionate, and, and I want to go, and I I want to go back to the the passion as part of that P word, Tom, because it, I like the Tom Gret or the Tom <laughs> story, talking to Tom, but also talking about Wayne. But and Tom, you got to know you're talking to uh, an LA guy, Larry, and a Canadian boy you know, <laughs> growing up in Ontario. 20 miles away from so so, so actually <laughs> you're in dear to my heart <laughs> my, my son um, at the private school that my son went to when um he was in sixth grade he was on the middle school baseball team 
and Wayne Gretzky's son was the starting catcher who was in eighth grade. So he'd always hang out and watch baseball games and, and what a nice guy. But I want to get back to that. The passion word is he said that he had a passion for winning and a passion for losing and a passion for basically all facets of the game. And, and I think some of that's been lost in sales is if you take the passion of that young sales rep, who's just entering in sales, they're passionate to learn as much as they possibly can about the art of sales. But then I feel as time goes on and the years go by that, that passion's worn off because I've been there, done that. Thus, I think to me, this is why sales is where it's at is you, you take that 10 year, 20 year veteran who's maybe lost their heart and lost the passion for the game of sales because they go, I've already been there, done that. I've already figured it out. And this is something that all of us, Larry, have to work on um, mm. because what happens is here's a real little good analogy. The average person goes into any business, but let's just say sales, usually with an abundance of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah. Passion creates enthusiasm, mm-hmm. but they start off with very little knowledge. Now, the challenge in selling is the way you get knowledgeable is putting your ego on the line, talking to people that can reject you, being told no, leaving after two or three hours with nothing. And this is now gaining the knowledge, but it can also start war- warping your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. So I think so much is success is realizing you've chosen a profession and a professional realizes I got to keep not only my attitude, my enthusiasm, but I have to really every day psych myself up. Uh, I have this happen in the seminar business. I'll fly to another country. I, I just got back from a tour of China. And, you know, I'll fly 16, 17 hours, time change, and I'll maybe hit a city, and I'm up walking on the stage, which would be like 4 or 3 in the morning. <laughs> and I'll tell you, 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 I have to sit down and say, Hopkins, they have paid to hear you. <laughs> you get out there and kick some backside yeah. <laughs> because that's what they're here for. And so, again, it's a, again comes back to, psyching up uh i i have some little rituals i always start off in the shower i'm alive i'm awake and i feel great and if you say something like that five or six times it's amazing how the adrenaline pumps and you're like any athlete i I know when i played football uh as a quarterback i'd look at my my uh uh team players and the linemen might be smacking each other's on the pads uh some of the halfbacks would be yelling at each other and all this is a part of a ritual to get psyched and get your adrenaline pumping and get ready so i think we all have to go through these type of things to keep ourselves walking out every day excited about our lives wanting to serve and and work with people to help them have a better life as well. And I love this little saying, and I got this from Zig Ziglar, who was one of my closest friends before he passed away. Uh, You'll get everything in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And, And so it's such a nice foundation. Well, that's fantastic. You know, there are a lot of, um, we've referenced a couple of times, the younger people coming into the profession now, and, uh, you know, there's there's a new generation of, of millennials coming into the workforce and coming into sales. Um, what in, and, I, you know, I think back to the day and Larry did as well when we sat down and saw how to master this, the art of selling. 
on our desk that first day in sales. What would you say to somebody who's brand new in sales right now in the environment that we're in today? Well, number one, look for mentors, Mm. people in your company. And I did this when I was brand new in real estate. I went to the general manager. I said, who makes the most money in this area? And her name was Rose Lane, Uh and she was the top agent, maybe in California. And I humbled myself. I was 19. And I went to her and I said, Mrs. Lane, I've heard you're the best. Would you mind if I accompanied you on some appointments to watch how you handle people and so forth? And I found many of the great people in life love to help others. Mm -hmm. Well, I went with her, sat, humbled myself, took notes, listened, and then started copying some of the things she would say. So the new people, find the person that's the best at what you're doing. Humble yourself to ask for their help. Many of them will take you with them on appointments, show, talk how they close the sale, the way they handle objections, all the little keys that make you great in selling. Though they've walked the road, don't make you don't need to. So mm-hmm. find mentors that are successful, get their advice, and start studying. Uh, I I know I I love teaching, and I'm doing not as many engagements as I used to. But you know I have a two day coming up in New Jersey, and I would hope some of the folks in the East, uh, if they you know, uh, are able, they may want to call my website or tomhopkins.com. And if they do, we give them all the information. And of course, we also, as you guys know, Larry, we have our books, CDs, DVDs, we have all of our stuff. And we're doing something very special for the selling professionals. We've had a program where we decided to take all of our products, books, CDs, DVDs, and discount them 70%. Uh, I'm buying a smaller building, and we thought, what the heck? I've got this huge warehouse full of these products. Let's <laughs> give everybody a break. So awesome. anybody listening, call my toll-free number and <laughs> maybe get yourself a book. and Load up the shopping cart. Buy them all. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's fantastic. Tom, thank you so much for sharing time with with all of us today. We deeply appreciate it. Um, and I just as as we wrap up today, um, I just I just want to say a genuine heartfelt thank you for bringing passion to the profession of sales. And I know, you know, I say this on behalf of, of myself and really all of our listeners, um, you've you've had a tremendous, profound influence on our lives. Um, and thus on our families, on our careers, uh, our mindset. And, uh, and I don't know if anyone has done more to bring passion um, to our profession than you have. So genuine, heartfelt thanks from the entire Selling from the Heart community. And uh, we just can't wait to, uh, can't wait to keep consuming what, what you're putting out there. For everybody who's listening in, we'll put a link to Tom's website on the uh, show notes and we want to make sure to absorb because I, I got to say, as I'm rereading um, the uh, Sell It Today, Sell It Now material, for example, just completely relevant and really inspirational. So, Tom, thank you so much. And let's and, do uh, it next year on your second anniversary. <laughs> it's a I, date. I would love to. Put it on the calendar. Put it on your organizer. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Our annual, it's our annual anniversary guest back again, Tom Hopkins. So we'll look forward to that, Tom. In the meantime, keep doing what you're doing. And to all of our audience out there, 
keep being genuine, keep being real, keep doing the hard work, do the discipline, do the discipline, be a champion. And most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.